Welcome to Run, Build, Grow, the podcast that laces up its running shoes and dives deep into the heart of the communal spirit of running. I'm your host, Andrew Weir, and I'm thrilled to take you on this exhilarating journey where we explore stories that go beyond the pavement. Here at the top, I would love to encourage you to support this podcast and all of the work that I offer as the Run and Rev. Uh, become a member of the Run and Rev Run Club. Head on over to Substack, runandrev.substack.com and subscribe to the Run and Rev Run Club. You can support it with a monthly donation over at patreon.com slash runandrev. A gift of any dollar amount really helps to make sure that I'm able to continue to bring this as well as a lot of the other things that I like to offer uh, to this, this community, this group. And don't forget, this podcast is a huge part of that. And so don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast using your favorite podcasting app, uh, or you can find it at communityrunpod.com. Um, and you know, while you're over there, while you're online, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review the podcast. This uh, helps others to see how much you're enjoying the podcast, as well as helps others find the podcast. If you leave a review, I will read your review in the next podcast. So uh, head on over and leave a review to, to get a shout out and to hear uh, your review on the podcast. Lastly, make sure to share the podcast with your running community so that we can all grow on the run and beyond. In this episode, I am joined by John Calabresi, uh, who is an ultra runner, right? We're, we're kind of changing uh, tracks a little bit. We've focused a lot on the roads recently, and especially with the last couple of JNA Shamrock-related episodes. Uh, this is a bit of a break to explore the ultra, the trail world, as we dive into John's journey as a trail runner and what community has meant for him in this ultra trail world as he you know, is out on these runs for hours and hours and hours. And so what does community mean to him? And being able to dive deep, I mean, this guy is just so awesome. He reached out to me wanting to come on and share this story. And I was so gracious, uh, you know, just wanted to have him on so badly, the deeper I dove, because the more that I saw and the more that I think about this community, the more that I see so much that like we on the roads could, could learn about community, so much support, so much encouragement. Um, so let's go ahead and let's jump into this conversation with John. All right, welcome back, everybody, for another episode. Today, I'm joined by John Calabrese. John, how are you doing today? Living life, man. I'm having a great day. So when when John kind of got ready for this recording session, he's like, all right, I'm going to drop my kids off and then just go and uh, run an easy 10. Um, and in my mind, I'm thinking 10 miles, that's like my long run right now. So John is is just is warmed up. He is ready to go. Um, I, he, I think there was talk of a donut before we started recording. Uh, so he's got it ready. Uh, and he is he is in the mood for this conversation, uh, replenishing all of those calories. So, John, as we get started here on the Run, Build, Grow podcast today. Uh, so what is your running community? What would you define as your running community and why is it awesome? So I like to get, I like to be a part of all the run clubs. Uh, primarily, though, I'm with the Virginia Happy Trails Running Club. Uh, and I just I recently ran for the board. I never thought I was going to be able to do stuff like that. And I ran for the board for them because I love the club so much. Um, I feel like the cool thing about running is that you kind of just go on. It, it, you kind of just find your own path and you go with it. I mean, I'm in a bunch of running clubs, 
But um, yeah, I, mean, I think like happy trails I used to identify the most with just going out there and doing wild stuff in the mountains. And uh, yeah, I I'm, I never thought that I would run for a board for a glove, but uh, I just love what they do, what they're all about. They're just chill. They're not like, I mean, there's like really fast people in the club, but everyone, you know, no one is like above anyone else. Like, you know, the slowest people are like friends with the fastest people and there's no animosity or anything like that. I just... For me with running like ultras or anything, I just like to be a part of a cool community. That's it. You know, I just don't want to, um, I, I don't want like, you know, spike with this or animosity. I just want everybody to be able to chill out and hang together and just embrace running, you know? And I think you, uh, listeners, you kind of heard a little bit in there that, uh, John comes to us from the ultra and trail scene. Um, and, and, you know, we were talking a little bit before we hit the record button about, you know, that ultra scene, that trail scene, you know, what it can be like, where it oftentimes sometimes can be lots of hours, uh, lots of time running by yourself. Cause you know, today, uh, when we're recording this, it's a Thursday. So, you know, you had 10 miles and I'm sure that's kind of like your easy, you know, kind of training mileage day. Whereas like some of your longer oh, runs, you're probably right. doing like, you know, 20, 30 miles for those. And so it's a lot of time by yourself. And so help us to understand in this ultra trail community um what does what does community look like you know how are you guys lifting one another up obviously when you're on the road when you're on the trails and you're there for two three four hours and you're not really seeing a whole lot of people what does community look like in the ultra scene so we're all comedians and i think like a lot of us has come from like i know for me you know um i'm not gonna speak to the whole community but there's a lot of people like you know a lot of damaged people out there and a lot of people that are just like, you know, recovering from different things that ail them. And I think that running just helps. And I think that like, you know, when we do see each other out there, cause yeah, again, we might be alone for four hours or whatever, but when we do see each other, oh, we definitely pick each other up. Like, again, we're, we're comedians. Like, well, we know exactly what, like, yeah, it's so funny because like, we're just, I, I feel like the community is a bunch of jokesters. Cause like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, um, you know, we just know we know what we need to say to, to pick each other up like you know, just um because it can be like you know again it can be really sad and alone, and alone out there but like when we see each other like you know it's just it's just funny it reminds me of like you know like when you're a kid playing sports and stuff like that that kind of love and joy i feel a lot of that it's it's cool and refreshing to see from adults that are like that you know into something you know like that um yeah, it's just a weird community, and I never really fit in as an adult with any kind of community before. And this is the one I embrace myself with. <laughs> and so there's almost like a a childlike spirit. I know, mm -hmm. especially like on the trails. Uh, you know, it's so freeing. I remember the first time um, doing like a trail trail run with my run club back in Richmond. You know, the person who was leading it was just kind of like you're not going to run your, you know, road paces. You're, you know, if you're on the road, if you're like an eight flat to nine minute miler, you know, this is going to be, you know, 11, 12 minutes a mile. Um, you know, when we say five miles, we mean like five ish miles. It could be 4.8 or it could be, you know, 8.7. Um, and, and it almost seems like, especially in the trail side of, of your running, uh, there's almost this, this freedom. And then you kind of add that ultra component where I, there's there's competition in the ultra world all over the place um, to be the best, be the fastest. But it's not 
the same way that we would interpret competition in the road scene, right? Um, it's almost like the best endurance kind of thing. Uh, think, and so like this childlike spirit, right. Of, of just like getting out there, knocking down the miles. Uh, what is, what is that like for you? You know, as you're, you know, hitting the trails, as you're accomplishing the, those miles, you know, how does that childlike spirit kind of come up and show forth as you're running? Well, I, I think that's what you just nailed it right there. Like, I think that's what drew me to this community. Cause I initially, when I first started running, I was more into like, Oh, I got to qualify for Boston and all this stuff. But then like, you know, I've had some fast marathon times. But once I just started seeing like people just kind of like, you know, chill and just, you know, like, um, you know, the pace wasn't like as big as thing on the trail and just like, you know, it was more just community focused. It like blew my mind. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like people walk hills here. People just chill out and they know how to talk to each other and have a good time. You know, they're eating Oreos at the aid stations. This is, this is amazing. You know, and just like sharing funny stories talking about movies and stuff. It just, um, I do like running marathons and stuff like that, but yeah, just the people involved in the trail scene, I feel like are just really cool. Right? Like, you know, just um, not as type A, just kind of, you know, if they would, I, I'm friends with a lot of people that like, if they win a race, cool. If, if they're last place, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, I, I think it's really refreshing. I do. And so, you know, help, help, uh, help the listeners understand, cause I don't know, you know, how much of this base really is in tune with the ultra scene and what it is like to run an ultra marathon. You know, a lot of people can conceptualize 26.2 miles on the roads where, you know, it's all out running and you have water stops typically every one to two miles, kind of depending on the environment and things like that. And, you know, the courses are just lined with folks. And as an ultra runner and as, you know, really an embedded part of Virginia Happy Trails Run Club, you talk about how this community is just so supportive and it's almost kind of, you know, comedic and sadistic and 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 all of those things. And so take us through like a 50 miler, a hundred K take, like take us through a race. What are the different things that are happening in an ultra race that are one getting you through, but also two that you're kind of experiencing yourself both as an individual and within the context of community, because, you know, you're not the only runner on the course. Um, there are several ways for, for these kinds of things to play out. So Happy Trails runs like I want to say for the most part, there's like about at the very minimum, there's about 30 to 40 people out there. Maximum, I'd say like a hundred, maybe a little bit less than that. But um, there's much longer gaps between aid stations. Like on some happy trails races, it goes like, you know, 17 miles, 16 miles. So you have to be really sure what you're packing. Like just make sure that you have food for those stretches, make sure you have enough water. Don't want to bring just a handheld water bottle you want to bring you know either a bladder or just have you know, your bottles and just kind of you know i like to just pick somebody that you know, if i'm running around the same pace as somebody that's comfortable and we're having a good conversation i'll just like you know just kind of work with them and just you know we'll like kind of just like uh you know you know build off each you know, just kind of you know pump each other up or just talk about like funny stuff like movies like uh or whatever the case is i mean if um I think that's like the talent of vultures. If you're just able to kind of just talk or just like, you know, be able to, you know, just keep coming up with topics. Sports is a big thing too. Like I'll, you know, like with the NFL playoffs in the last couple, like this year I've already done, let's see how many ultras I've, I've done two and a bunch of like long runs, but yeah, like, so mainly like with the NFL playoffs, we were talking a lot about this Buffalo in general. That's like such a trade wreck. It's so, I feel yeah. so bad for that team, but like, um, yeah, we talked a lot about Buffalo recently on the runs um yeah just mainly sports movies 
uh, stuff like that. And again, having go-to items. So when you, you know, there are, again, there are eight stations, there's longer gaps too. Again, the main thing is make sure you pack well, be able to just kind of like dig in and, you know, don't think about it. I always do this like on altars. I never think about like the miles in between eight, eight stations. I just, you know, just think about, you know, just like how many eight stations are left. If you think about it that way, you can never just be like, oh, because if you do that, you start having like terrible math. You're like, I only have a marathon and a 10K left and blah, blah, blah. If you think like that, you're not going to finish. You're just like, ah, it's going to get to you after a while. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's good just to kind of think about like, you know, s- smaller numbers. That's the good math. Think of smaller numbers. Like I only have three eight stations left or, you know, something that's going to be able to um, make it appear like it's not as daunting as it is. <laughs> and so, but there still is that idea where you know you get to those aid stations and there are people there who are you know either getting you something or um helping you out you know maybe you know giving you some support in some way shape or form uh and so we see even the role that other people play on that running journey becomes super vital because you know i think a lot of folks could kind of say you know 50k is kind of its own little animal it's like the 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 dipping of the toe in the ultra pool because it's only i mean i say only but it's it's five miles more than a marathon um and so but and not to diminish the 50k and anybody who runs 50ks um but then you kind of have it as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger um and and you really begin to notice everything that kind of comes around it and so you know when we talk about the ultra the trail and the ultra scene we really talk about kind of like you said it earlier it's like your own little pack of of what's happening and and what you get from that pack and so you know aside from humor and aside from you know uh sports talk because i think you know we we road runners can do the same thing (laughs) probably not as long we don't need as much to talk about right you're uh probably not going down to the latest you know all the way down to the latest middle school football drama um (laughs) but but as as you guys are 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 working together or running together, as you're having folks who are coming and helping to to get aid in your aid stations, you know, what are those relationships like? You know, I think we can all read stories of these, you know, ultra things that, that are happening and, you know, teams that crew for one another on these like really long things. And, you know, we can hear about the support systems, but but what that what's that been like in your ultra running journey? Well, initially, I never really had crew like a crew um, doing ultras initially. But um, again, with happy trails, when you do those races, it's almost like you do have your own crew because they're so good. And like, I feel like they, a lot of people that work that work the aid stations, they're they're awesome volunteers. Like they, everyone knows each other; they know what makes you laugh. You know, it, it's a very very personable club. Uh, like again, everyone knows each other and like the things that you talk about. And uh, yeah, so it's it's really cool. You don't stay at the aid station a long time because if you do that, you will get heckled. They'll make fun of you. But yeah. but like jokingly, you know, like oh, you you shopping for real estate here? Get you know, get the <laughs> f out of here. I mean, they're, they're really funny. So like, um, it mainly when like I pop an aid station, I try not to be there long just because like you know you shouldn't be hanging out there for like an hour or whatever. I mean, they there's limited food and stuff like that um so i try to be in and out in like five minutes but like what i try to do is it's like i think that i always thank the volunteers i try to make them laugh i mean they're like you know and they're cool i mean like they know you're like delirious and stuff so they like laugh at your bad jokes and stuff you know, so like they're, they're, yeah you you think you're like killing it out there but you're really not probably they're just like you know oh this guy ah, you know? so like uh yeah they're really awesome people out there again uh 
it's funny, like a lot of happy trails races, I feel like because there's long distance between the eight stations, I haven't DNF'd those races as much, like not finished because like you, where are you going to stop at? Are you just going to like, you know, there's nowhere you can stop at. Whereas if you do like a bigger race, you know, there's eight stations every like two miles and stuff. It just gives you more chances to be like, I'm out of here. You know, like I, I feel like I've DNF'd more at like the bigger races that like, you know, you know, you know, like 300, 400 people are at opposed to the happy trails where there's not as many because like again there's less areas that you can you know have you have that decision to quit at so how how did you get involved in this ultra scene you know we 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 looked at this you know idea of community that kind of exists within the ultra scene um and you talked about you know running trying to qualify for boston and stuff like that um but you know what did your what did your introduction to running look like so I would basically, um, I was, uh, I, I always wanted to be a runner and I ran like little distances and stuff here and there growing up. Like I did track one year, uh, in like middle school and I just kind of just got out of sports and then I joined the military and I mean, they make you run in it. So I was like, kind of that they kind of planted the seed. And then, um, I ran like five K's with my mom and stuff when I got out of the military, just, you know, family five K's in the neighborhood. And, uh, and basically I was going through a really rough divorce and just going, you know, going through some things. And I was like, I'm going to run a marathon. So like I, I that, it was my goal to try to qualify for Boston. And I, I didn't get it. I mean, I got kind of close, but I didn't get it my first attempt. And then, uh, my second marathon, I was just like, oh, this is the closest one I've got. So like, um, I signed up for a trail marathon and again, that blew my mind. And I was like, oh, this is the cool community. So then I signed up for the Barkley Fall Classic. I, I got on the wait list and they were just like, um, yeah, there's a hurricane coming through the area. So like all these people oh, are dropping. Gosh. Do you want to do this? And I was like, is this real? Like I, I messaged like Steve Dermott and Laz. And I was like, is this real? Is this a scam? They're like, no, you have to you have to come here. And I was like, okay. So like, I had no idea what I was doing. I've told a story before. Like I thought it was the big Barkley, like the one where you like look for the book pages and stuff. So oh, like, it, 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 luckily it was, luckily it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> but like yeah this you still go through like the same trail and everything you just there the main difference is there's eight stations on the Barkley Fall Classic and you don't have to look yeah. at the book pages and it's like it's it's a little bit more wat watered down but you still go through like Radshaw and all that really terrifying stuff <laughs> but that was like that was like my I think I want to say that was like my third mar like my third marathon my third race I think but uh yeah after after i did barkley fall classic that's what i think like it wasn't that much longer after that i, I um hooked up with happy trails because i was like i need something like this in this area <laughs> and they were the closest thing and like yeah i just fell in love with them yeah so and for those listeners you know uh barkley marathons is just the ultra of ultra marathons it is um a hundred miles i want to say it's 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 over it's five 20 mile loops and you have oh gosh 60 hours to finish yeah i forget what exactly in one of the docs they said like you yeah. do ever you do like mount everest like a crazy amount of times but like you don't have the exact like numbers on the race because like they don't let you use a gps watch so like you don't yeah. know the exact mileage you don't know the exact elevation because it's pri it's private lands also you're like we're lucky to even run it so like you know um yeah you can't use a gps watch so some of that stuff is kind of guessing and then also like the terrain's rough too because there's razor sharp briars it's just yeah. a really it's a it's a gnarly race like i can't believe like if, like if you look at my legs because i've done it five times 
my you can still see this you can still see the scars on my legs my oh, i'm not doing true. it this year i i got in this year but i i bowed out i'm not gonna I, I just i'm gonna take it easy this year from doing that race but um my girlfriend's doing it so i'm gonna volunteer this time i'm gonna volunteer and enjoy myself and not run it not go through those yeah. briars and climb up you know mountains and stuff <laughs> yeah so like the so the barclays marathon i mean it is like the ultimate peak in especially like the super duper ultra trail world um and like super restrictive like you've got to write a letter to to the the guy laz um mystery to get in yeah there's not yeah a just a just a just to get in um and so and and i mean in that you kind of you kind of see how like tight-knit this community is and what it looks like and and your involvement from it you know probably much like a lot of other folks you know it begins on the road uh, and I think that for a lot of folks, you know, who may not feel comfortable on the road or even, you know, they they want a different challenge from what's happening on the road, you know, ultra or not, just, not even just ultra, but just trail running. You know, I know, um, you know, here in our Virginia neck of the woods, you know, Charlottesville has a has a trail half and a trail uh, full marathon. And, you know, I, I've uh, run a few trail races as well that are 5Ks and 10Ks. And so. You know, even if it's just, you know, the trail side of things where it may be not the monotonous of, you know, pounding hard on the pavement, but maybe something a little bit more comfortable and beginning to look and see, you know, is that is that something that interests me? Is that something that that I want to do? Um, and you kind of talk about falling in love with this aspect of it and not just the community aspect, but also just the aspect of, you know, I'm, for lack of a better phrase, maybe like getting lost in the woods <laughs> um yeah i mean don't i mean i wouldn't like suggest getting lost in the woods but you know if you're out there running by yourself you know you talk about what it's like running with other folks but if you're out there running by yourself you know what's going through your mind on those runs Ooh, i think that's the most fun part about it like just the, um yeah i mean like i think i was just having this conversation earlier like um so I write race reports and I write shoe reviews like for uh, believe in the run. And um, I just like writing in general. So I think like um, when I'm out there for a long time, I have really good ideas. Like, so I feel like when you're by yourself or with other people also, but like just being away from everything, I feel like you can focus more, you know, when you're just out there exercising and um, you can, I feel like, you know, if you're, you know, anyone also, anybody that runs to write, to write race reports, because I feel like, you know, it's a way to unpack a lot of the stuff that's, you know, floating around in your head and articulate it. And even if you don't like publish or anything, I just feel like it's a really good way to just kind of, um, again, just kind of sift through all the stuff that's going on in your head. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that for me, like, it's just kind of, um, I love just kind of, you know, just the, uh, writing, writing stories about the run. And um, yeah, just other stuff too, like that. I, I you know, I, I love writing and just, uh, yeah, I, I feel I really feel like both things kind of go hand in hand, the running and you know, writing. And get, again, just it, it helps your mental health to being able to articulate things going on in your head and just getting ideas out. And then, you know, I think the other thing that, you know, people will notice if they go and they, you know, look you up on Instagram or or go to your website and look at some of your race reviews is just the the gamut of weather that <laughs> that happens. And I mean, you know, every runner deals with it. Like, you know, we've been here in Virginia Beach. It went from oh being like 10 degrees and today it is 73. It's so, um, it's so I'm not I'm not really sure what's happening in life right now. <laughs> it's so wild, man. I, yeah, I was. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was wearing like, you should have seen the stuff I was wearing. Yeah. Like, you know, we're all bundled up wearing tights and stuff, you know, like two, like three days ago. And now like, yeah, we're in shorts and a t-shirt. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, um, that's one cool thing about ultra running too. Cause, um, yeah, I mean, like I, again, I have a race next weekend. I was just planning to pack all my winter gear and now probably don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, but I think, I think also in that is like a lesson that, you know, I've tried to take a lot from the ultra scene, you know, which is like, you can't always, you know, you can't always ask for conditions. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm someone, I just dislike completely running on the treadmill. Like even when I get on the treadmill, by the time I get to like, you know, 15 minutes, I feel like I'm just done and I don't really want to do it anymore. And so, I mean, I'll jump on it, but it's, it's, over that time of like wrestling with that, you know, I've kind of looked at ultra runners and I've said like, man, look like they're getting out in all these different conditions. Um, and so how, what's your motivation? Like, like you're getting ready to go out for a run. Um, and I mean, I don't know if you like delay runs because of weather or if you just kind of go out, but you're like getting ready to go for a run. It's like 30 degrees and raining or maybe it's snowing or, you know, the conditions aren't perfect, right? We have it all the time what's motivating you to get out there? What's that underlying motivation? Uh, one part Aside is from crazy, sadistic, <laughs> one needing <part> is to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get you. One part definitely is fear because like the races that I do are pretty hard. So like, if I, I know if I don't train, I'm not going to be ready. That's one aspect of it. But then I, I just like running. I mean, like, you know, I like running, um, you know, I feel like an accomplishment. Like if it's like, again, like 15 degrees, even if I do like three miles in it, um the only time the only weather i really don't like to run in those rain like I, i'm not a big fan of rain i've dnf um a race fairly recently i did the devil dog 100 i got to like mile 75 just pouring rain for like hours at one point i was like yeah i'm done like that's probably like rain's probably the only thing like like raining for like an extended period of time that's the only thing that's like probably like my biggest issue right now i i gotta learn to get around that but at the same time i mean i don't know like i i the I run so many races. I feel like sometimes it's okay if you have to if you have to DNF a race, you know, especially like conditions like that. I mean, snow. I I can deal with snow and stuff like that, but like just constant rain and cold weather. Like I'm not gonna mm -hmm. stick around and get hypothermia. That's just me. I just I don't like rain. So um, yeah, that's probably the only thing that's really rough. But my motivation comes from just like you know, be, I want to be prepared, um, and the accomplishment that comes with it. And again, it just um. I like running a lot and just being by myself and just kind of figuring things out in my head and, you know, just getting good ideas. And so as you're getting ready for races, you know, you're trying to prepare yourself in every condition and all kinds of different, different things. Um, do you guys have group runs with Virginia? Um, happy trails. We do. Um, so like it, they, um, they do a couple different ones. They meet at the masses battlefield and then they also meet, uh, towards the district of Columbia um i don't really do like those type of group runs too much i do their mass nut and training runs they mm -hmm. do like, really long runs in the mountains to prepare everybody for uh the mass nut and 100. um i go to those ones um if i meet for a group run usually it's like a longer run um but yeah during the week i'm so busy with my daughter <laughs> so like if you've like looked at my strava I, you know like it's kind of funny so like you can almost guess like my routine just by looking at my runs like oh that's when john's daughter must have been at school that's when uh you know like you could probably just like guess like that's when she was in dance that's when he was working you know 
he he got off of work there. <laughs> so like if yeah. I have like a second, I'll throw in a run. And like if it's like something short, you can just tell like I just got one in. Uh, but like yeah, my running schedule is just kind of like when I ever I can get I can fit in a run pretty much mm-hmm. and not interfere with like my daughter or like you know working and stuff like that. And so there's almost like this balance of like trying to get things in. See, ultra runners are exactly like us too, guys. They uh they struggle to get runs in as well. <laughs> well so like I'm gonna I'm running a marathon in March. I'm doing the Newport News Woods City Marathon again. I did it okay. last year. Yeah. So like my girlfriend qualified for Boston at that one. And then she qualified again at uh Baltimore, but she's she's forcing me to try to BQ this uh this year. I think I could do it. I I I've just mainly <laughs> ran ultras, but um I like running marathons also. I mean, Newport News is my first marathon and uh it's got a special place in my heart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and try to BQ it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And I mean, what I mean, I'll so I'll go down that rabbit hole with you. Like, what is the what does that family support look like? You know, you you say your girlfriend Ooh. runs, you know, I know you're it sounds like your daughter at least has to play some kind of role if she's like putting up with dad, you know, being all over the place and like trying to get her to dance while also trying to run like a, a few miles. So, I mean, let, I mean, diving into that, your family sounds like part of the intrinsic community there as well. And so what's, you know, what's the family support look like? They're super supportive. I mean, like they, they, they probably shouldn't be, but they're, they, they, they've been really nice about, you know, helping me, you know, they've been, they've been really cool about, you know, helping me complete, you know, reach my dreams and do the things that I want to do in life with running um and again i try my best to fit in the runs when i'm not interfering it you know interfering with any anyone's lives or anything like that um like you know it's kind of funny though like my girlfriend's a runner and you would think that be like a really good thing at times and it is i love running with her but like um she's mainly she likes running the road and um she's probably my gateway to mm-hmm. doing more road races like you know doing like uh newport news and it's weird because like I always want to be on the trails or just like, you know, kind of like, you know, if I'm doing like a road race, it's kind of like a slow ultra, but, um, she motivates me to do some of the speedier stuff, like try to qualify for Boston or doing Turkey trots. And I'm like this, if you can get me out there, I have a great time doing marathons or like Turkey trots and stuff <laughs> like that. Like I get real competitive. I, I I'm not like that on ultras. I'm like the chill guy eating. You, you'll catch me eating a slice of pizza while I'm running just that dude. But, um, like on, on road races though I, I i'm something else like uh we did a turkey trot last year and i don't even know how i did this but like um i wasn't trained up at all and like just um like once we got out there i ran with my girlfriend for the first for like the first mile we were just kind of chilling and then something got into me and i was like i just like i dropped her and i ended up going sub uh sub 20 on it and then i was afterwards i was like yeah next time we do this i want to go for an 1830 but so like a part of me like though <laughs> i think it's part of, like that's why i like ultras though it's just the community keeps me from kind of like trying to be too aggressive with goals and like numbers and stuff but um i if you get me out there i like doing the road stuff it's just you know i i think that i don't want to be that guy deep down i don't know i'm i'm pretty chill but like when i'm in that situation where i can like try to like beat my own record i get like really amped up so like i don't know it, it's really fun and i you know i wouldn't be like oh the road sucks or any of that stuff you know their trails are awesome the road's fun too i you know it's just kind of a balance i just try to i try to please everybody you know if i do run again like it's at a closed door um session for my daughter's dance so i can't go in there anyway so i try just to optimize my time where i can't be 
if I can't be around like my daughter or my girlfriend, or then just I have a window, I try to run and just not inconvenience anybody with my running. I try my best, but that doesn't always work. And they'll tell they'll they'll probably they'll be very vocal telling you that. <laughs> No, I I I have to laugh because like the the reason that you just gave for like not doing road stuff is like the reason that I one of the reasons I give for like not doing trail running um because I feel like I would not be like if I didn't run my best and just all out flat out every time I'm just like oh that sucked. <laughs> I mean it's it's weird cuz I I used to I think I used to be too much like that and I got to the point where I was just like you need to chill out John. So like I feel like the, the trails are just kind of like I don't know. It's like a good fun vacation and just kind of like, again, I feel like I'm a better, <laughs> this is just me. I feel like I'm a better person. Just like, you know, more, you know, um, you know, it's just, I'm like an overall better friend and stuff on the trails. Like, you know, just talkative, you know, just not like that dude on your left. You know, I don't, I don't care. I just want to get by, you know, that kind of stuff. Like I'm just like a cool guy, but yeah, on the road it's um yeah. And, and there's no wrong way to do it. I mean, you're paying for the race, you know, I mean, you can be however you want, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just how that's a cool thing with running. I mean, like you can be an elite, you can be in the middle of the packer, you can be the back of the pack. Um, there's stuff that the back of the packers can do that elites can't do. You know, you can just do what you want with running, and you know, there's no wrong way to do it. You know, there's there might be an ultra that an elite might try that's like at mile 50, like screw it, I'm not doing this, or just like they, I, they, they might, you know, drop or yeah. I mean, like, I feel like. Running's really cool just because everyone's got their own angle on it and can do their own thing and be their best. And so b- before we wrap up here in a minute, you know, I I think I told you before we started recording, I kind of went and did my uh, recon on you. And um, it, it, it's interesting because I read here on your Instagram bio, it's a dance dad caregiver. You know, that all sounds good. But, you know, want to be competitive eater. Oh, yeah. Um, is this like, is this the trail component, you know, replacing the calories that you're losing or like, I mean, are you sitting down in, in competitions and putting down, you know, 50, 50 Buffalo wings? So I'd like to do it. There's been a lot of opportunities where I could have like, um, this is a sad story. So, um, I did the, uh, Blue Ridge half marathon with my girlfriend and I told her, I was like, if you win this race. I will do the Benny's challenge here in town. I'll go to Benny's and eat the whole pizza. Have you seen a Benny's pizza before? No, it's humongous. It's like the size of like, I don't know. It's like the size of a table. Like it's, it's humongous. You can't even fit it in your car. It's like so big. Oh gosh. Yeah. So like I, I told her, I was like, if you win this race, I'll, I'll do the Benny's challenge. And we were running it and they canceled the race as we were running. She was going to get third place overall. She was chasing down the second place uh, female. <laughs> I, I was, I see, that's why I like running road races with her. Cause I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll live vicariously through her. I'll be like trying to like, you know, I'll try to run with her and get her to like, you know, do really good. But, um, I felt so bad for her because like, you know, she was going to, she was like competitive in the race and they shut it down like a mile before she got done. Oh, so like, oh, uh, man. yeah, like I, I, I still kind of wanted to do the Betty's challenge, but she was so like devastated. Like we just kind of like, we left, um, Roanoke but yeah like um i if i get a chance i would def i i would definitely throw down because i (laughs) yeah i've eaten so much food and like you know i run a lot of miles i know i can um i'm always hungry i might as well you know i'd like to try to get paid for it yeah but um yeah i'd like to give it a shot at some point i definitely will maybe once um i'm not running as much that's what i'll do or no actually i take that back i would have to keep running to be able to sustain that so i i gotta figure it out man there's a 
Yeah, I got to fit that into the race schedule. I've been wanting to. It's just kind of like, do I want to drive all the way over to like New Jersey to do this thing when I have a, <laughs> when I can be running and doing a race? Yeah, that I enjoy. What I had the best way to do it, I got to figure a way like the, like a race on Saturday, then the eating contest on Sunday. Just kind of like starve myself after the race and just kind of like go into the race and just like go like you know go commando on it. <laughs> just go, just go crazy. Just completely empty stomach. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, "What's wrong with this guy? Has he has he been in isolation or something? <laughs> has he been in the woods all weekend?" Yes, <laughs> that's the, that's that's it. Yes, it's like when you consider those like you know uh, very part time hobbies that runners have. It's sometimes it's the most random stuff in the world. Competitive eater. I, I think a lot of runners could probably, you know, yeah. th there needs to be a uh, runner's competitive eating challenge. Just have everybody run a marathon and then, you know, try and do some sort of insane eating challenge. That'd be that would be that would be a great <laughs> thing for. Yeah, that would be a wonderful thing for a race organizer to put on. Like, you know, like the like, you know, the, at, for like the after party, like have a contest like with, you know, you sign up before or something like that. That would be amazing. I would definitely would definitely do that. I would run right from the. Yeah, have, yeah. You done, have you tried the Krispy Kreme dozen challenge? Oh, I, I could, I could do that. Um, I it's mean, like, like, um, oh gosh, um, you like, you like eat a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts and then run a mile or something like that. See, I feel like all ultra runners can do that. That's one. That's like a prereq prerequisite to ultra running. Like you have to have like an iron stomach. So like, yeah, I mean, I've done races or I've eaten some crazy things at races. I did a race in Buffalo in February, and like. For like 30 miles, all I had was like hot, like hot wings, coffee, and like cheese sticks. I just wanted hot, I just wanted hot food and coffee. That's all I wanted because it's so cold out. It was like snow covered, like negative <laughs> negative temps. Yeah. So like I just kind of eat whatever. I'm kind of like a pregnant woman. Like if I feel something that I want to eat, you know, if I have a craving, let's go with it. That's what I do. Yeah, here it is. Krispy Kreme challenge, 12 donuts, five miles, one hour. Oh, I could do that. That's that's <laughs> see that's the thing though like if i'm doing all this stuff and not like yeah i should i i just need to do it i need to take the plunge and just do it because i'm doing it anyway you know oh, maybe man. i could make a name for myself by eating <laughs> i'm gonna drop i'm gonna drop this link in the show notes and 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 put a put a story on instagram let's see how many people think that they could do this this challenge because um it, i mean i've done i've done a beer mile before and i finished all right i feel like donuts donuts see, that's a different that's I a different piece. I see donuts I can do. I don't drink alcohol. Like, you know, I I'm you know recovering and stuff like that. So like I don't mess yeah. with alcohol. But I, I will say this. I so like normally I wouldn't advocate drinking or anything like that just because of my my story, but I was a volunteer at a beer mile one time and um I got into it. I thought it was funny because like I, I didn't know like the background, like if you throw up or whatever, you have to do the loop again. Is that your rules or oh like, we just if you throw up you're disqualified. That's what oh, we you're told G, you're DQ'd. <laughs> so you're yeah, just fully that no vomit, no vomit. <laughs> so you're, you're more hardcore than this one that I volunteered at. Like this one, they just made you um, they made you go back and do the loop again. But oh, like this, it, well, this poor lady, like I feel kind of bad because like they gave first off they messed up. They gave me a bullhorn. So like I was like a course marshal, and like she threw up right in front of me. I put on the bullhorn. We got a puker, and I was like, go back, and like I made her go back, and like I, like afterwards, like a couple people came up to. Me. I was like, whoa, that was. They were like, that's hardcore. I was like. What? <laughs> I didn't. I, that's what I thought we had to do. <laughs> but DQ. Nah, yeah. No. So yeah, we. I mean, we. So we did it once. We've, we've been trying to do it again. We did it with the Run Club that I'm with. We're a, a Run Club out of a brewery, and so yeah, we. I mean, apparent. We were. 
we had a guy in the run club who's done it before and he said i guess like you know part of the beer mile rule is if you throw up you're out um that's, so i mean that's if they threw up i mean a lot of the folks who threw up still finished but you know we you know i mean it was all fun and games so pretty much if you threw up you just got made fun of for the rest of the day <laughs> See, I, again, I, I, I love the concept of the beer bottle. I think it's funny. I think it's a good like way to um get not like I think it's a good gateway to get like non like runners into the community because that's why I noticed there's a lot of people that like you know that didn't even run. They just want to be there because of alcohol and stuff like that. And but uh, you know what? Cool. It, it, as long as it gets people running, yeah. that that's a good gateway to get them into like the run clubs and stuff like that. Well, I mean, there is that there is that you know fine line of of being like you know if if this is uh if this is a bad decision for you uh you know don't <laughs> you don't you don't need to drink to be a part of our run club yeah um you know with this we, we try and have have the fun with running but i mean we also try and have fun in general so mm -hmm. um you know we never try and put any pressure on anybody but, but yeah so let's dive in you know let's dive into these end of podcast questions that i, I like to ask folks so it'll be interesting hearing from an ultra runner you know i mean chris chris kind of gave us the 50k answers but i feel like he's still enough on the road where uh, he kind of, you know, still made an impact there, but, uh, so let's, let's hear, uh, what you got to say, you know, what is your favorite race distance? Uh, ooh, I like the hundred milers, the hundred milers. That sounds they, absolutely they, awful. They beat me up and I, I sometimes DNF them. They're still, they're still, it's still my favorite distance. It's fun. It's an adventure. How long does that take? Oh, so this is funny. Um, I've finish them as fast as under 20 hours oh, sorry under 21 hours but it's taking me as long on some of them as oh boy um over 30 hours oh my yeah gosh. so like again that sounds I'm, awful <laughs> i'm like i'm a weird runner though because like yeah if you look at my ultra side up there's yeah there's some races you can be like whoa he was going for on this race and then there's others you can be like john what were you doing <laughs> why did this take you 35 hours john <laughs> there's a uh... There's folks in Hampton Roads listening to this right now, just laughing because I'm sure they can see the face I'm making right now, which is that. That sounds that's yeah. Okay, so what's the favorite? What's your favorite race that you've ever run? Oh wow. So you mentioned Charlottesville earlier. Right off the top of my head, you've already put you've already planted the seed in my head. I like a bunch of races and you know, um, I have multiple favorites, but I'm gonna throw this one out there. The Jarman's Invitational Marathon. Okay. It starts at noon on the hottest day of the year, like sometime in August. Um, there's no shade. Uh, you just you're in you, and you're going up like a horrible gravel mountain. It's like a it's like a three mile out, three mile back. Like the loop is like or the out and back is like six miles. I think you have to do it. Uh, it's like it ends up being like 29 miles. You just go out and back, out and back. And it's miserable, but because it's an out and back, you see everybody and everyone's joking around like it's just kind of you versus the uh, the mountain. And the dudes that put it on are hilarious. Um, yeah, they kind of get into these uh crows. It's in Crozet, but it, you know, close yeah. enough to Charlottesville. But they they get into character. Um, and uh yeah, they're hilarious. They sometimes they do the race brief as a song, they do it in song format. Um yeah, they're hilarious dudes. And uh, the, like the people that do the race are just like kind of like your ultras, ultra runner. They're just kind of like, uh, you know, just crazies. I love them. I love the race so much just because of the people. And yeah, I don't know why I do it, but it's amazing. <laughs> All right. So I feel like this is different for ultra runners, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Um, what is your favorite pre-race meal? So, I mean, I know like, I mean, y'all eat like while you run, like yeah. 
I mean, you eat like a five course dinner, like in the middle of your run. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, like, but like you're getting ready for a race, I guess. What, what's your favorite pre-race meal? Uh, just the normal, I, I'd say the normal marathon stuff like pasta. Uh, yeah, I love pasta. I'm, I'm Italian. Uh, so like definitely pasta. Um, what's weird is this though. I'll, I will say this. I feel like I don't really like, I mean, I eat a lot before I run, but I don't really, I don't really remember it that much. It's the food after the race. Like, I feel like, cause like you, you're thinking about the whole run. You're like, yeah, I want to go to the Olive Garden after this, or I want to go here. And, uh, yeah, I feel like this is just me. I might be just like, this might just be, um, uh, just kind of like something for me. But, um, I feel like for me, I just, I always am dreaming about what, where I'm going to go after I'm done. Just, you know how you like latch onto something just to get through a run. You're just like, yeah, I got to do this. I got to do that. Or like you, there's a song you wanted to hear or a movie that you want to watch or whatever. Like, I always think about like where I'm going to go eat to feel better about like, you know, where I'm at on the run. I'm like, it's, it's okay. I'm going to the Olive Garden after this. You just find your happy restaurant. You're like, yeah, we're going to go there. <laughs> My girlfriend and I are going there. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. They have coffee there. They have like all kinds of wonderful things. Yeah. You can do it all there. It's great. <laughs> and then last, what is your go-to running shoe? Ooh. Okay. So I'm a, again, I'm a trail reviewer. I believe in the run. I I'm one of those guys. Yeah. And I also, I worked in run specialty for a few years. Um, I'm not really specific to one shoe. I will say like, I like, um, I like the VJ, um, VJ max, uh, the VJ shoes, the max. I like the grip that it offers because, you know, on a lot of the ultras I do there, they are really rocky and technical, muddy, just really crappy conditions. So I do like a lot of grip on my shoe. Um, but I mean, um, it just kind of depends on the course. I mean, I'm one of those that are real specific and I think running, that's how running shoes are now. They're so specific to the situation. Um, you know, technical terrain, you know, it, cause like, you know, it, it just kind of depends on the course. You know, I, I feel now it's just kind of matching, um, the best shoe for the course now, cause there's so many different options. I, so like I'm the I'm the guy that ever makes fun of like John's got a billion shoes you know like so like yeah everyone is always making fun of me on like Facebook and stuff like that. they'll they'll post like those memes of like the dude with like a billion shoes and uh, they'll be like hey it's John <laughs> and so yeah I'm just kind of like uh, yeah I like everything I'll uh, take a picture of the trunk of my car the next time I'm out there and uh, the six pairs of shoes that are in there the pair that's yeah. on my feet the three that are at the house. Uh, yeah, I always have about seven or eight pair of running shoes just yeah, I'm, laying I'm around. Dude, remember, like the, those things in Star Trek, those like uh, the old school Star Trek, like those furry things. I'm like that yeah. with shoes. Yeah, you open up like you, in my house, you open up a closet, they all fall out, or like you open up my trunk, they're all in there. Um, yeah, pretty much everywhere. There's and it doesn't help because my girlfriend is a manager at Fleet Feet in Fredericksburg. So like, um, yeah, it just like we're both. When you when runners go out and like live together, it's bad. It's a bad combo with that with with the shoes. We got no space for it. We got no space for anything. We need like we need like an addition just to put our shoes in, basically. <laughs> well, John, it's been great having you on. Uh, it's nice to change things up a little bit. You know, I, I even even for a road runner, I tend to live on the uh, the lower end of that spectrum with ten k's and half marathon. So it's. It's nice to be able to to get somebody in here talking the ultra scene a little bit and, and what it's like over there and how much fun y'all are having. Um, you know, hopefully a lot of our listeners, you know, maybe if they are more road runners, they've, they've learned a couple of things. But I mean, there's been great conversation. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Come do ultras. Come hang out with me. In the woods. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll see. Well, I'm not promising anything, but come, all right, man, come, have a good day. with happy trails. <laughs> <laughs>